Are you ready, Christina? I'm ready, mommy. Ready in Hamesh, Alba, Shalosh, Steim. Where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast with Christina P. Meow, 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 meow. Let's do some dates on the board. And oh, today is the second. All right, hold on. My kid's sick. Making sure my kid's okay. It's good when you call the doctor when your kid's sick. And they're like, you just got to keep doing what you're doing, fluids, rest. <laughs> Thank you for that. They don't know shit. Let me just tell you, doctors, and don't ever get stuck in the hospital. It's the, there's no, they can't do shit for you. Okay, here we go. Let's do some dates. I'm at the Regent Theater tomorrow night in Los Angeles, California, May 3rd, one night only. Austin Tejas, Cap City, uh, May 18th. Irvine Improv, May 20th, May 21st. And then I go to Atlantic City, New Jersey, uh, June 4th at the Borgata, June 5th, Boston Massive Huge Tits, July 15th and 16th, Washington, D.C. And then I go to San Francisco, July 29th, July 30th, uh, Seattle, Washington, one night at the Neptune, July 31st, and then August 12th and 13th in Cleveland, Minneapolis, Tits, Gashville, it goes on and on and on and on. ChristinaPOnline.com for tickets. Uh, anyway, welcome to my new set. Isn't this lovely? It's so different. It feels so good to be in my uh, teenage bedroom. I love it. This is where I get dark and I get weird. Anyway, what I was saying about don't don't go in the hospital. I was just talking to um, a friend of mine that's studying to be a nurse. And I've actually heard this from other doctors too. Like the amount of bullshit that can happen to you like little stuff is unreal. Like I had a friend tell me one time that like they kill oh, so dark, but they, uh, they, they were just doing like a routine IV on like a little kid, like a two year old or baby. It was an infant. Sorry. And they, someone pressed too much air into the IV line and killed the kid like shit like that. Where you're like, Oh, so I know it's just, just stay out of the hospital if you can. Right. How do we do that? I don't know. But don't go. Just don't go in the fucking first place, man. Don't go in the first place. Um, how are you guys doing, Booth Boys? What's happened? Anything since last week? How is your life? We're doing good. We're healthy. No hospitals for us. No hospital. Have you ever been in the hospital, any? Me? You had kid stuff. You said fuck no. No, but oh, you did I mean, pneumonia as a kid. You said a lot. Yeah, and Lung as stuff. a yeah yeah as a kid. Wait, is that the hospital that you go to if you're? I don't know. Did your mom take you like the ER a lot or? Thanks. So. You never went to the I don't hospital? know. It was too no. young. I was too young. I forgot where, all Where this. else would you go? I don't know. I don't Wait, know how that works. Do you have lung stuff now? Like, did you have... No, I'm supposed to. They they said, doctor said that I would have asthma and I'd be allergic to a bunch of shit. And, and yeah, whenever I got sick, my lungs would be super affected. But I just kind of like ignored that shit. You know, That's just what's up. Like, just live life. That's right. Because fuck this pussy shit. You don't have to admit. <laughs> I, I agree. You know, everybody says, oh, I have allergies in Austin. The allergies. You fuck your allergies. Fuck your allergies. I don't have allergy. Okay. Because I don't, I don't admit to having anything. You just ignore it and it goes away. It's true. It's, I think a lot of this stuff is mental. Yeah. I was told I was uh, allergic to, to grass. I'm like, you mean the <laughs> shit that they put poison in like that thing? They're not allergic to grass, bro. I'm allergic to <laughs> Poison, which I think everyone is. Yeah. They put like raid and pesticides yeah. in that shit. Yeah, of course. They I, don't roll around I, in it. I think so much of it is mental. You know, like when I, 
I don't know. I, I, when I broke my ankle, I was like, this ain't shit. This ain't shit. I just fucking got up and did it. I feel like that's how you have to be. I'm the same. Yeah, I, I same. fucking, I gashed my, my foot open in two places. <laughs> I just super glued that bitch shut. <laughs> shit still works. Shit still works. The problem? Man, what's I was talking problem? to my sweet TV repair guy. I won't even say his name because this town that I feel is so small. But, uh, I, you know, I called him the other day because something was wrong with our, our television. And, and, uh, and he sounded real groggy. And I was like, how you doing, buddy? He's like, oh, I'm waiting for surgery. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, broke my ankle. I'm like, when? He's like, three weeks ago. I'm like, three weeks ago? You haven't had surgery yet? He's like, well, I'm waiting for insurance. And then I busted open my arm. I'm like, you are crazy. But that's that's how these uh, these dudes are. He keeps working. I'm like, good for you. Fucking, what is it? Just rub some dirt on it. That's what they used to say. You pussy, you fucking move on, you stupid bitch. Shake uh, it off. That's what my dad used to say. Shake, shake that it shit off. off. That's what Taylor Swift says too, Annie. That's shake, true. Shake, shake, shake it off. I'm going to tell my dad that. I don't think he's going to like that very much. <laughs> <laughs> he shares sentiment with Taylor Swift. <laughs> he's going to be a little mad about that. <laughs> I do think it's important to shake it off. That's life. You got to keep going, keep moving, keep hustling, keep grinding. You can't get stuck in too much because it goes by so fast anyways. Okay, let's do some follow-ups. We have some voicemails. We do. Baby Zoli, let me yeah. hear. I don't know if I can call you Baby Zolo anymore. You're, are you 22 yet? I am, yeah, I'm 22. You'll always be the baby yeah. of the office. You're still the baby of the office. Though. I am, yeah. Youngest one here still. Good. For now, for now. But you're all man to me. <laughs> all right, what do we got? Show me a voicemail, Mommy. Um, I just have a funny little mom story. Um, I have a 19-month-old oh. baby girl, and she's absolutely amazing. Um, but when she first came out, um, her father and I had a debate on what we were going to call her little baby vagina. Um, you know, he was like, well, what, is she, what if we should just call it a pussy? I'm like, <laughs> like, you can't fucking yeah. call our daughter's sweet little vagina pussy. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> so we decided on peach. We called her a little peach. That's but cute. now that she's getting, I mean, older, but it's like I can't call it a peach because, you know, she likes to eat fruits and oh, peaches, and I don't want her to be confused. So the other day in the bathtub, she kind of grabbed her little baby private parts, and she said, what's that? And I said, honey, that's your vagina. Yep. And she looked down, waved at it, and said, hi, vagina. So oh. now she's very aware of her vagina. Yeah. And whenever she asks about it, and I tell her what it is. She always waves and says hello to it. And it no. Um, but that's it. Have a great day. Love y'all. Yep. Listen, listen. I, I always want. So I have uh, over the years boyfriends, husbands, husbands plural, husband. Um, I've always been intrigued with the relationship men have with their penises. It's very different than relationship I think I've ever had with my vagina. And I think I know why now, like watching my two little boys, it's like the the minute they are born, the hand is on the penis. And then it's constant. It's like a place of comfort for them. Like Ellis was sick last week. He's still getting over it. And Oh, even in the midst of like a fever, like he's he's got his hands in his little pajama bottoms and he's like soothing. So it's like the penis, it's for men, it's more of like a self-soothing and a regulating being in their life. But for women, we we're not in the habit of seeing our genitals. So we don't 
I guess I don't, I don't, I don't, I never rubbed my genitals just like as constantly as I see my boys doing it. Am I, is this, is this accurate? You guys are always touching your dogs. Yeah. I think you nailed it. It's yeah, just because it's just there. Day. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's out there and it, it grows and it moves and it's just out there. Whereas ours are just, you know, hidden more, you know. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> it is a comfort thing too. Yeah. It's a comfort. Yeah. Just like watching TV on the couch. It's just like hand naturally goes there. Yeah. Totally. And, and they, and boys do it from like birth. It's nothing you no, Nobody taught them how to do this. This is just the penis is like your best friend. So women, I think the vagina is more mailed and veiled in secrecy and mystery and trauma. You know, you, <laughs> no one's like, it's okay to stroke your vagina, you know, cause like, what? And then, uh, and then, and then you get puberty happens and then blood comes out of there and you're like, what in the fuck? So it's more of a place of like mystery and terror and horror until all that. Cause like, ugh, I, I don't know. It, it gets harder. But then you get older and you get over all that stuff. But I imagine with boys too, when you get boners and stuff, isn't it scary when you start, you know, J and your D's and stuff? Scary. Like when stuff comes out of your peener that didn't before. It's mostly pretty awesome. Yeah, it was like, it's like, whoa, what is this? Uh, Now it's doing some crazy shit. Now we're doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think I don't think we have. Make your way cooler. Same thing. Yeah, girls don't have that. It's more like, oh, be careful. Be careful with that thing. That, you know, that thing can get you into trouble and that thing has to be protected and that thing is secretive. And well, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think if my if my dick just randomly started bleeding, I don't crazy. think I would like that. <laughs> I don't think that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so crazy that that happens. It's so crazy. And I don't think I ever get over it. It's like 45 years. That, well, no, I've had it since I was like 12. And you're just like, oh, my God, this is happening. This is so weird. This is so weird. It's like this weird secret, you know, Ugh. but anyway, um, I don't know. I wouldn't even know how to talk to my kid, girl, if I had a baby girl about her vag and stuff. Cause like, you know, like, Oh, one day this shit's going to change, dude. Let's do what would Christina P's do's. All right. You want a voicemail or an email? Oh, let's do, let's do voicemail. Let's see All if I can right. handle that. Hi mommy. I am looking for advice of a new mom about 10 weeks pregnant oh. and super excited about it first baby but i'm depressed as fuck yeah and just feeling really emotionally disconnected from my fiance and everything else around me um i have nerve damage on my uterus so every time the baby grows i'm in constant pain and just really apathetic i'm finding it hard to do things like take a shower get up and go to work do laundry wear clean clothes (laughs) um i looked it up and i guess prenatal depression is something that happens to like 10% 10% of women, but I can't help but feel like that's bullshit. <laughs> and moms are just more inclined to not talk about it if they're having an unpleasant time. Whereas dads are perfectly allowed to say things like they want to hang themselves because of their kids or that they just don't like their kids. Whereas I'd probably be institutionalized for saying some of that stuff. Um, so just curious if you had advice or, you know, if this is something that happened to you or anyone you know. Anyway, piss on me, hmm. beat me, watch your last if you big to the animals. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you might have um, a legitimate medical concern. Um, I mean, I would go get checked hormonal stuff. Uh, what does your OB say about that? I, I don't know. It sounds like you might have an underlying like chemical or um, physical problem that's creating a more miserable pregnancy. But I, I'd argue in general, first of all, go talk to somebody professional, like go, go see a shrink, dude. Like, um, cause 
the hormonal stuff is so real. And once you have a baby, it gets even crazier. And there's things you can be put on so that you don't go through like severe postpartum depression. Um, I think it's so funny because like I remember when I was pregnant, I was looking for books that were honest about pregnancy and there are very, I found that they tended to lean like super negative, like pregnancy sucks. And it's like, well, okay, not all the time. Like some of it's pretty and cool. Or it would be totally candy coated and bullshit and be like, there are many difficulties. You know, they use like soft language, like struggles or, or, or you know, it's like they're not telling you what it is. So I think when you get pregnant, there's so many feelings of like ambivalent feelings meaning feelings that contradict each other. Like you can feel super happy and elated that you're finally pregnant because maybe it took a while. And then you can also be dreading it. You could be terrified. I remember when I got pregnant the first time with Ellis, I was so afraid to travel. I was like, how can I get on a plane? How can I do regular things? Cause I'm going to kill this baby or something. Um, and then, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of feelings that go into it. It's not just like how it's marketed, you know, right? Like, oh, baby bliss or bu- baby bump joy, whatever bullshit Kardashians, they say on People magazines and stuff. Um, and even when you become a mother, it's like it's all it's all feelings, all the different feelings every day on a roller coaster of just like, this is awesome. This is the worst thing ever. I'm exhausted. I love this. I hate this. I don't want to do this. Why did I do this? Oh my God, I love my kid. Look at that. It's just like, it doesn't end after pregnancy. I feel like the whole thing is such a a mixed uh, bag of stuff. But yeah, I think culturally we're just like, you're supposed to just say it's all awesome. And it's not all terrible either. Um, I would look for bright spots in your pregnancy for the things you do enjoy. And you're at 10 weeks. It's still so new. I think once you hit that second trimester mark, which I think you're getting close to, I want to say, yeah, 12 weeks, is when things can turn for the better hormonally because you level off in the second trimester. So you may feel a little differently. But I know it's hard. You're just in your first trimester. It fucking sucks. I remember I got so depressed and fat too, like the first trimester. (laughs) That's normal. Your hormones are all over the place. Don't force yourself to get up and do stuff if you don't, you know, try to go for a walk. But I, I hope that your second trimester will lift you up and out. That usually is what um, what happens. Okay, next one, Mommy. Let's do another one. My jeans and booth boys. I just have a quick question for Christina. My boyfriend bought us a bidet for our <laughs> anniversary last year, and I was really excited to use it. But... I have two problems when I do. One, when the water comes from the back to clean my b-hole, it splashes forward. And since my toilet seat sits on those stupid little nubs to keep it off the rim, the water splashes Ugh. the back of my knees and fucking soaks them. My boyfriend doesn't have this problem, I think probably because he has a ball sack and it creates a barrier. Second question I have, do you ever get worried that the water's going to spread the brown from your b-hole yes. to your v-hole? Yes. And then when you clean your v-hole going to go straight up and create problems. Yeah. It's freaking me out. I don't like it. I want to use the bidet. Give me any advice. Yep. I tried to adjust. Okay. Not working. Okay. Thank you. Okay. First of all, you're using the wrong button, the wrong setting altogether. You cannot use the same button setting that your beat your boyfriend, husband, whatever uses because that is right. That pushes the caca towards your vagine. You have to hit there should be a lady sitting on the toilet setting 
hit her setting because then the water will spray differently such that it does push the yellow and the brown back. So yeah, you're right. You don't want to be doing that. Yeah, bidet settings. There's got to be one for a lady or one that it usually shows the woman setting. You don't want the dude setting. Speaking of, I have a mystery that maybe you guys can help me um, decipher. This is so funny. So I go to pee in the middle of the night and for like a long time, a long time, like I, I, I'm tired, so I'm not always cognizant of what I'm doing. So I pull my, my pajama bottoms down and then I pee and then I get up and I'll pull up my pajama bottoms and then like the back of my pajama bottoms are wet. And I'm like, wait, how the fuck did I just do that? Like, am I peeing on myself? Am I, because I'm not using the bidet just to go pee. Like, how am I getting that wet? The back of my jammies. I, you know, you said something like this when you had me on this show as your guest, and because you were like, "Yeah, I, I had to pee in public, and then I yeah, 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 realized yeah, yeah. that my pants were soaked at, at the end or something." Yeah. I still, to, I still don't understand what you I, like. A part of me doesn't understand what you meant there. I don't really get what you're saying now. Yeah, because when far I, as how that happens, because when oh. I peed in public, I pulled my pants down. And then you squat, but uh-huh. I didn't pull the pants far out enough, and then I ended up peeing on my pants. Okay, so that one was pee. You, yeah. Do you think this one's pee too, or you think it's some other? Maybe something? it's the spray because the bidet will automatically spray after you pee sometimes, and maybe that's what's like put spraying into my pajamas. I don't know. I'm like, maybe I'm not pulling my pajama bottoms down enough to go pee. And then it's like there in the toilet rim and it's getting splashed by piss. I don't know. It's a million different. So they're not on the floor, right? No, I don't do that because I'm too tired and lazy. They're just like knees. Yeah, maybe they're just brushing against the toilet bowl as you pull them (laughs) down and up. And then like, it's probably some remnants of piss and uh, bidet water. Maybe it's Tom's piss or is Tom uh, uh, not there? Or maybe it's, it's your boys? It's definitely my, it's boy piss because. Oh, so yeah, they probably have just pissed all over the toilet or something. Yeah. And now your pants are in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the fucking time. Yeah, um, I I have to always wipe down the toilet seat before I sit on it because my boys pee all over it. And then sometimes I don't even care. I'll be like, well, my ass is wet. And I just pissed, they pissed on my ass. Wait a minute. <laughs> After this mystery, yeah. do you just go back to bed like, yep. with those pajamas? Sure do. Night, night. Oh, Tom ain't going like that. I'm such a savage. Tom ain't going like that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like that. I do everything like a savage. I blew my nose into my hand again yesterday. And I was like, yep, that's what I do. <sighs> I don't even care anymore. I'm too tired to care. I think I'm too tired. Ooh, mom hacks. Let's do some mom Yeah, we got a lot of those. Dude, do some voicemails. Let's Let's hear those. Thank you. I want all the... Hi, mommy team. My name's Amanda. I'm 26. I live in New York. Um, And I don't think this is like a mom hack. I think it's just like a life hack. So I'm not a big coffee drinker. I've been making hot coffees in the morning because it's been fucking freezing. And I make my hot coffee. I put my milk in it. And I like sip on it and then by like 11 o'clock I look over and I have like a room temperature cup of coffee that I literally don't know what to do with so it just sits there 
until like five o'clock when I sign off and I just like dump it down the sink. But now I'm so stupid and I just realized that I could just put it in the fucking microwave <laughs> or I could put ice in it and make it a fucking iced coffee and actually drink it instead of it just sitting here. Like I'm literally staring at this cup of coffee like so angry I don't think I'm ever going <laughs> to drink coffee again. Okay, bye. Uh, look at it. By the way, by the way, little Starbucks former barista tip the drip coffee, which is what they call regular coffee, if it sits longer than, I believe it's 20 minutes, Starbucks, there's a timer on it and you're supposed to dump it out and remake it because you're not supposed to drink coffee that's been sitting for hours and hours. It's meant to be drank, drank, drunken, drank. Chad, go ahead. Drunken, drank. Meant to be drank. It's meant to be drank. Drank, drank. Um, like on the spot. So there you go. I think it's drunk for the record. Drunk, drunk, meant to be drunk. Go ahead, Chad. He might be right on that. Drinking, drunk, drink. I know when somebody hangs themselves, you say they hanged. Drank is the past tense of drink. Isn't I drank a lot last night? Yeah, I know. But that wasn't exactly how we said. No. Is it meant to be? Meant to be. Meant to be drunk. 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 Past participle. Yes. God that's damn it! But that's what have. Had. Yeah, it's as drunk as the past participle. Past participle. God, it's so crazy how long ago I was in school. None of this shit matters, really. Until you're on a podcast trying to talk about how you pissed on your pajamas, and then it's the only reason you need all this, right? Oh, my fuck. Amanda. My name is Amanda. It's so I hard to name girls. So yeah, isn't it hard to name a girl? That would be so hard because those names turn into real identities. Like an Amanda, automatically you're like, fucking Amanda, you know? I mean, it's, I'd, I'd say it's the same for dudes, right? Oh, yeah, same. I mean, like, uh, Amanda. I think generally Chad yeah. is not a good one. I think our boy Chad happens to break that. He luckily. does break it. But you're yeah. right, Chad generally gets a bad rep. Yeah, yeah Chad's are usually real dicks. Douchebags, yeah, no. yeah. I feel bad for my parents because they didn't know in the 80s that it was going to turn into a meme name, you know? Yeah, so fucking chads. I mean, I'm just trying to <clears throat> trying to take it back for take all back chads the night. out there. I would think like it's the most iconic like a Skylar. That's kind of a universal douchebag name, right? Oh, this is going to get us in so much trouble talking about all these names. <laughs> yeah, Skylar Tanner Tanner Cooper Connor, all yeah. those fucking name Bradens. Oh. <laughs> Never like Travis. Never Travis, like Travis is a dick name too. Mm. Yeah. Travis has a pickup truck. Like Travis yeah. drives an F one fifty. There's a lot of Travises here. A lot of Travis. Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Well, how is that? It's the chicken or the egg, right? There are many people named that that are sharing those qualities. That's interesting, right? Do you grow into your name? Hmm. I don't know. I, I think I think the type of people who would name their son Travis all share. That's that's what it is. <laughs> the parents are Travises, and you then they're naming yeah. their kids Travis. Yeah, yeah, the name is a reflection of the parents. Yeah, and usually the kids turn out to be somewhat like the parents. Yeah. Now, Chad, were your were your parents Chad parents? Were they hoity toity? No, not at all. I mean, they owned a bar when growing up. You know, they're very, oh. they're very uh, working class. Yeah, I mean, they're down to earth people, and they they used to often joke that they named me Chad as a joke. Like they were like, <laughs> oh, that's because cool. it sounded like a like a yacht name or something. So it'd be that's like, right, oh, Chad. You know, yes. be all hoity toity. Like, but being funny about it being hoity toity and not actually thinking that it was. Well, that's kind of 
fucked up, right? Like yeah, they I know, were, right? they're like your 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 name is a joke. LOL. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of fucked up. I didn't up. think of it that way. Got him. Don't love you. <laughs> Parents don't love you. Like I love you. I'll let him know. Well, I did name my son Ellis after um, a Matthew McConaughey movie. I like <laughs> I like that movie Mud, and I was pregnant watching it, and I'm like Ellis. The the hero is named Ellis, and I've never heard that name before, and I thought that was cool. But then when he asks me, I'm going to be like, No, I named you after Doc Ellis, uh, the man who pitched a perfect game of baseball high on LSD. Hell yeah, dude. Isn't that the best? Yeah, that's badass. It's so fucking rad. Or like Ellis Island, whatever. But yeah, Doc I Ellis. Shoes, but. <laughs> <laughs> Josh. Josh is a very Jewy LA name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of agents and everyone's shit Josh. Josh. Yeah. What about Potter. Oh, Josh Potter. Yeah, he's Josh not Potter. a Jew. Yeah. He's like a white guy. It's <laughs> a regular old white. Just a regular old whitey. Now Christina, that's like I I think in Catholic school there was like five Christinas per class. That was such an eighties name. But what is what is Christina? So like Christina Aguilera, like slutty. Christinas are sluts, right? Uh I I think there were like, like you said, there were so many when I was in school, there was like a billion Christinas and Stephanies that there Stephanie. there wasn't there wasn't really like a uh, uh, typical Christina. There's so no typical of Christina. We're of the name Christ, derivative of Christian. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, there's no slutty, no, no, I don't have a stereotype. Mm-mm. It's, I don't think so. It's like Good. Christina, Chelsea, Stephanie, Sarah. Well, oh, Chelsea's a whore. Chelsea's a whore. Chelsea's well, a whore? Yeah. Fuck, she <laughs> was a whore. She fucks. Shit. But Christine is like mean. Christine's or cunts. Oh, oh yeah, fuck that's Christine's. like a yeah. step below Karen. A Karen, yeah, a Karen, a Christine, definitely, yeah. Isn't it funny how like you know somebody with a shitty with a with a name, and then they ruin all those other people who you meet. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even name your children after a bad Josh oh, no, of or course not. Chad or whatever, because then you're like, you're like, fuck that guy. I can't name that. I can't name my kid after that guy. Fuck that guy. It is tricky. Like, how do you name a kid? Because you want it to be Ugh, something cool, but you also don't want it to be too unique that it just Ugh. is like an inconvenience their whole life. I know. I met a woman named Miven. That, yeah, that's a mean parent. What the fuck but is it, that? It was a nickname given to her by her sister, and then it stuck. And now her name is Miven. I've known a Bronwyn. Bronwyn. B, it's a Gaelic name. Yeah, so I met like, a what Bronwyn. You, yeah, what are you doing? Why are you naming your kid something like Bronwyn? Because then you know her whole life is going to be like, it's Bronwyn, B-R-O-N-W, Bronwyn, Brolin. Like people are such morons. They can't understand anything you say. That's why I changed my name, Christina P. There you go. Fuck my last name. Don't even say it to me anymore. I don't blame them. Not like Pajitsky was easy. That was a terrible last name. But still, you got to be cognizant. Okay. What's the What's yeah. the worst name? What's the, the worst girl's, girl's name? Girl's name? I'm going to, I think, okay, here Real talk, and I know these girls listening are going to be upset if you have this name, and I apologize. Oh, yeah. I think I think Ashley's bad, right? <laughs> I'm kind of fucking with some Ashley's man. I don't, <laughs> know. I don't know if I could co-sign. Well, <laughs> well here's why: because like you don't know any Nobel laureates with Ashley as the first name. I don't know any classic authors Ashley, right? There's like the Bronte sisters. There's Emily. Was the other Bronte, Chad, Emily, and I don't know the Bronte sisters, Charlotte Bronte. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no famous, intelligent Ashleys. Brittany's kind of a you know, kind of a whore's name. 
I, I can't believe you chose one so is that common, close, close to your heart? It's so common. No, it's just such Ashley. a common one that that's the worst. There's like so many worst. Ashley, Ashley. I just think like there's Ash, Ashley. It's just like such a ugh, Ashley. Uh, a man named Ashley is like. Oh, that's kind of ba- cool. Back in the day. Yeah, it's still gay. It, it's it's gay now, yeah. but yeah. I do like girls with boys' names. I think that's kind of tough, kind of cool. Like Charlie. Sam. Sam. I like Robert. Sam. Robert? Robert. I knew a girl named Michael growing up. Good friend named Michael. Everyone had to have called her Michelle, right? Yes. Like accidentally. She's like, no, no, no. It's <laughs> Michael. It's Michael. My parents thought it would be a really good idea to fucking destroy my life. Oh, poor girl. I know. Hmm, should I change my name or just say fuck it? I mean, Chad does have such a douchey. Well, what's your middle name? Thomas. Wow, that's much better. Ooh. Yeah, that's my dad's name. You look like a Thomas. I do like Thomas. Chad Thomas. Chad Thomas. Chad Ooh, Thomas is a so good regal. like stage name. <laughs> yeah, Chad, Chad Thomas. I've actually had uh, people on on dating apps when I tell them my name, they like ghost me. <gasps> For real. Don't don't you have to tell the name before you like match? With I them? use my initials. Ooh, oh, mysterious Chad. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do that on Instagram too, right? Yep. CT Walline. I do. Wow, so you right. don't like your first name? I mean, personally, I I like it, and I don't have anything uh, against it. But publicly, it seems to. Uh, well, I mean, luckily yes. Karen's has kind of taken a lot of heat yeah. off of Chad, so it's fine. You're saying that society has shamed you for your yeah, Chad and I'm just name. like debating: do I hold out for a society to like to to let go of that, or oh. do I just? Yeah. You know, power, I mean, do something else. Here's the deal. Nobody remembers anything after like a year at the most, 72 hours max. Like some some other meme will, some other name will take it over. Right? I don't know. Chad's been a thing. Chad's been a thing. I know. Sorry. Since like, yeah. Most of my adult life. Well, let's pick a new name for you. What would you be? River? You you seem to me to have like a cool guy (laughs) name, like River. Or a complicated guy name. You're kind of a you're kind of an emo complicated guy. Like uh, okay, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you like? What are you thinking? I don't know. I've never really uh, considered anything like super out there. Simon? I mean, I, I like. I, I mean, the Simon. most I've ever considered was using my middle name as Thomas. Thomas. I like Thomas. I, I think I see you as a Thomas. Yeah. I think I do too. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. You don't look chatty. Maybe this is the whole problem with you. Is that? You look I like think, a Rex to me. A Rex. A Rex. The fuck? That's a good name. That get Rex gets laid. That's mm-hmm. like a fuckable name. Rex. I mean, Chad does Harbor. too. Chad's get laid. Yeah. yeah. But Rex. But Rex. Sexy Rexy. He wrecks it. He wrecks it. Yeah. <laughs> Dog. Team Rex, boy. Team Rex. Team boy. Rex. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you know what a really shitty name is? Chris. <laughs> No, oh, damn, R- Karen real dumb beef. name, huh? Karen the Chad, Chris beef into where my mom's at now. Damn. All right, let's do another uh, mom hack. We've got quite a few. Of you those. got it. Hey, mommy. Hey, James. Um, a little mom hack for your back sub troubles. Um, just don't bathe your kids. They're kids. They 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 don't stink yet. They're only he's only six. It's fine. Just don't bathe them. Otherwise, get a whole mess of white towels and throw that shit in the towel. Throw that shit in the laundry. Bleach it out when you're done. You can even use it to wipe the piss off your toilet, and then you don't have to sit and pee anymore. So there you go. There's your mom hack. Keep it high and tight. Bye bye. I'm not sure I understand what she meant. What did she say? 
She's saying just don't bathe your don't, kids. Don't bathe them. They're kids that they can smell bad. That's true. And they can be dirty. I don't that's know true. if this is good advice. I don't agree with true? that. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. You have to teach them how to bathe and stuff. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Just don't feed them. You know, don't. I don't really need to eat that much <laughs> yeah. either. They're little babies. Yeah. They'll yeah. figure it out. <laughs> nah, dog. All right, so next one. Not I don't the agree best with that. mom hack. No, no. All I right. don't agree with that. I believe. Hello, it is Tom from Florida, and oh. I'm listening to, I believe it's episode 138, where the gentleman is talking about putting the socks in the bag and being all OCD and anal and retentive and all sorts of shit. Um, my little mom hack to that is I have one pair of socks. That's it. Just all one. I have like a hundred of the same exact yeah. fucking socks. Smart. Uh, keep it high and tight. Keep feathering it. Whoa, that's actually really smart. Like if you just buy those multi packs of like six white or six black socks, dude, that's actually brilliant. That's exactly what I do. Yeah. Yeah. You never need to look for the pair. It's just oh they God. all match. Bruh. What have I been doing my whole fucking life? But like lady socks are like different. You got different designs and stuff. You like to accessorize more, maybe, right? Yeah, Sometimes. If you, if you like to accessorize, it's not possible. Yeah. I just steal, I did steal my husband's socks and my dad's socks all growing up. And then very recently did I start wearing lady socks. I didn't even know they really made lady socks until a while, like a little mm. while ago. I just thought all socks were tube socks. But yeah, that's a fucking great idea, especially for kids. Oh, yeah, for the kids, definitely. They don't need any. I can't tell you socks. another mom hack. I feel like, so when I shoe shop for my boys, like, I get them dope-ass shoes. And I'm not talking expensive. I'm just saying, like, go to fucking vans.com and buy, like, dope checkered vans. Or, like, I got um Adidas for my little, my little, little, like, with Donald Duck on it. Just so that they That's can dope. feel dope, right? Like, yeah. Because I feel like if you're going to spend money on a shoe, you may as well get something fucking cool for them. You go to Zappos, which is where I do a lot of my sh Yeah, dude, there it is. Got Check some out. cool vans. I got some, some cool vans. Balance. I got some folks. Some Yeezys. Yo, it's not that crazy to get them dope. I got them the Donald Duck Adidas. It was so Converse. rad. Yeah, like just make them cute i feel like my parents never styled me out bro light up shoes yeah those are the best Fuck, those are so those. fun i gotta get some of those why not make your kids life fun <laughs> those pink little cowboy boots. oh my god bros so i was at did i talk about this on this fucking show no i didn't i was in a some department store last week and I, i'm so glad i don't have to dress up little girls because in the in the store for like little girls, like seven, eight year old girls, it was cut off Daisy Duke shorts. And then with like a glitter layer where the cooch is under there, I was like, dude, like you're straight dressing these girls like so young. It's so crazy. Oh, it's so fucking terrible. Will you look up girls' fashions? Yeah. I'm so curious to see how little girls are dressing. Cause my boys, I just go to the gap. And I buy them in bulk by their size. Sometimes they really dress these kids like horse. Yeah. I've seen a lot of little horse. Look at that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a vest with the belly hanging out. Like, nah, dude. It's weird. It's a weird fucking time. Especially at Target. I go to Target and I see like all the girls fashion. It's all sparkles and crop tops. I'm like, bro, 
Yeah, a little slut. I mean, what is she doing? What are you doing? A mini skirt and a tank top? You get, come on now. In a purse? That girl's name is Candy. She's Candy. <laughs> She's wearing makeup, that's, too. Yeah, that's Candace Ashley. right there. Yeah. There's Brittany, Ashley. Fucking hoe. Nah, dog. Look at look that. Look at that. What? Yeah, they look wild. like little influencers. Why are they doing this? I don't know. Yeah, it's it is a little troubling. Well, that's the world. I don't know. Thank God. They're but I guess how are perfect. you supposed to like, you know, pimp them out without them looking like that? I guess you know, like how are, girls, like what would your know. fashion be for for a chick? Yeah, well, for a little girl. I I don't know what I would. Well, do. that's respectable. Right? Yeah, I would go like this kind of little Lord Fauntleroy looking, <laughs> like a little boy blue. I, I wear I make my kids wear overalls. I think overalls are just so fun for little boys. Little corduroy overalls. I would dress them like this, like an '80s girl. I dress my kids like '80s kids, basically. Respect. They, they wear like cords and <laughs> like simple, dope ass like skater boy shirts and bands. Oh yeah, like this kind of stuff. This is how I would dress them. Yeah, that's how I dress my kids, like rainbow shirts and stuff. Respectable. Respect, man. My mom used to let us dress ourselves. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it got pretty out of hand sometimes. What it, until what age? Um, pretty much forever. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I let my kids choose out of what I buy them. Like, you can, like, Ellis will go out wearing, like, Pac-Man knee-high socks, Pac-Man shoes, an extra-large Pac-Man shirt that we got. Like, I don't care. It, does, it doesn't bother, bother me. You fucking bitch. All right, another, let's do another mom hack. Shit don't bother me. Hi, Katrina. Hi, Booth Boys. Katrina. I have a Pachisky effect for you. I wear glasses, and through the pandemic, I had to wear a mask. Wearing a mask with glasses is horrible. The worst. Glasses get all fogged up. Uh, so I figure, oh, I'll just I'll Google it. Um, I tried like two things; they didn't work. Uh, so then I just suffered with foggy glasses for like two years, <laughs> yep. until I had an eyeglass appointment, and I noticed there were a lot of people there wearing glasses and uh, masks without fog. So I said, "Hey, how how'd you do that?" And they told me. Uh, you put you push the mask up the bridge of your nose and you push the glasses down the bridge of your nose and it works. Oh my so god! If you have a new problem <laughs> and you're a dumbass and you can't solve it in 15 <laughs> minutes, uh, find someone smart and ask them, <laughs> and they'll just tell you what to do. <sighs> All right, I'm out of here, mommy. We about here. Yeah, I guess you can put the mask up and put the glasses up over it. I, I tried it after hearing this, and it works. It, works. it does work. <laughs> yeah, he called it a Pajitsky effect, but I think it's a mom hack because that's a pretty advanced. That's pretty advanced yeah. varsity level. Okay. I, I don't shit. know. I feel like I tried that, and that doesn't doesn't you always do the trick sometimes. But like, if no. the mask is kind of flimsy, it's gonna happen regardless. You know, irregardless. I think you mean. Just kidding. It's regardless. All right, let me do another Pajitsky effect since we're on this. <laughs> um, hold on, let me see. Okay, I had my very own Pajitsky effect today. While restocking my feminine supplies, also known as tampons, my CVS was completely out of the brand I've used my entire life. I almost left the store without buying anything, but then I realized a tampon is a tampon and there are many brand options. I'm allowed to use a different brand and much to my shock, I actually prefer the forbidden new brand. I've been using a shitty product for literally 20 years of my life. I'm totally talked. Yes, thanks for love. You bet I'm coming up in May. I agree. Um, there are so many products that 
now as a I've been buying in different brands I do with makeup now. I try everything because you never know. Um, and that's not true. A tampon is not just a tampon. I bought some fucking natural hippie tampon at the Whole Foods or whatever. The string was so teeny tiny. I'm like, oh, that is gonna break any second. I don't, I don't like the natural tampon. Give me the chemical tampon, you fucking bitch. This one's amazing. I just had this one too. I'm a stay-at-home father of a two-year-old because I'm an uneducated Victoria's Secret model. <laughs> I try to give the illusion that we are healthy. So I cook from home as much as possible. So if I'm making pasta sauce or stirring something in the pan, I'll place my wooden spoon or spatula on the counter next to the stove. My wife was in the kitchen the other day and asked why there is always a red pasta sauce stain on the counter. I explained to her, that's where it spits. That's where I always place my spatula while cooking. She then notified me I could simply purchase a $2 spoon rest that I could place my utensils on instead of staining our expensive granite. I'm 30. Hot sauce is the best. Thanks, mommy. Yes. Okay, and not only that, you don't have to buy a $2 spoon rest. <coughs> you can buy a fancy fucking one. I just got one from Anthropology that I love. You can buy European looking ones. You can buy uh, fancy ones, not fancy, round ones, rectangular ones. Yes, I know. It took me a long time too. I, and did you know you can get a butter dish? You can get a butter dish. You put the butter in and then you cover it. And then it stays out and it gets nice and soft. Yeah. But get your life. Change your life. Get yourself a butter dish. Shit is fucking on. I was cooking mac and cheese for my seven-year-old. My, for my seven kids? Hold on. I was cooking mac and cheese for my seven kids just now when I realized I have seven kids. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Why would you have seven kids? Like that. What's her name? Alaria Baldwin. Oh yeah, she's Hold out on. of her mind. You got to see this bitch. Look up look up why Baldwin says they have seven kids. It's a new article that just came out. I meant to read it for the show. Ilaria Baldwin, there's something where he says why they have seven kids. Anyway, let me finish this and we'll get to that. When picking out the pan to you to use to boil the water, I realize I don't have to use the smallest pan that is just big enough and try to keep the water from spilling over the edge of the pot starting the kitchen on fire. <laughs> I just need to <laughs> pick out a pan large enough to not have to worry about it. Just get a bigger pan, stupid. There you go. <coughs> Excuse me. So the point being, you don't have to let the water spill. So this is interesting. For those of you who don't know this woman, Ilaria Baldwin is Alec Baldwin's wife, okay? And she's fascinating on many levels. I follow her obsessively on the gram. She pretended to be Spanish for a while. It was great. She was doing Spanish accents on um, television shows. The bitch is from Boston. Like, she ain't Spanish. Maybe her parents moved there or whatever. Like, she might have some roots there, but she is not Spanish. So they have seven kids now. Seven kids. Here we go. There's eight-year-old. Oh, scroll up, mommy. Okay, hold on. So Alec Baldwin, by the way, is what, 70 almost? He's old, yeah. He's old as shit. Hilary Baldwin shares six children younger than 10. There's eight-year-old Carmen, six-year-old Raphael, five-year-old Leonardo, okay, uh, hold on, five-year-old Leonardo, Angel Charles, three-year-old Romeo, Alejandro, David, and finally Eduardo Paul Lucas, who celebrated his first birthday several months ago. So she's had surrogates to have one Why of them. Why do they all have multiple names? Because this bitch thinks she's Spanish and this is what <laughs> Spanish people do. Yeah, that's wild. 
They, it's nutty. They none, They don't have the same last name? They're not all Baldwin? No, I, I think those are all like... No, they're, they're middle like, names. Yeah. So the Latins, oh, okay. what they do is they give a lot of middle names. Like, oh, right, right, right. To name it after your ancestors. And anyway. Gotcha. Okay, I'm done. So he's old as shit. Uh, comments about Alex Sizable family have come and gone over the years. So she's expecting yet another baby. One of the mo- here's the, here's the quote from him. One of the most beautiful things my children have experienced with a big family is how the heart can grow with every new sibling. They said in a statement to people, "Our capacity to love continues to expand, and we can't wait to embrace our new little one this fall." Okay, anything else? Caring for seven little kids sounds challenge challenging, <laughs> challenging to say the least. And logistically unfathomable from where I'm standing. TBH. What is TBH? To, stand, to be honest. To be honest. Okay. You can't just say. I love that people have to qualify yeah, that. Like journalism well, now. To be honest. Yeah. Here's what. Just say it. Just say this is a nutty, nutty thing to do. Thanks, BuzzFeed. Yeah, you're out of your fucking mind. But as Alec explained in an Instagram post that seemed to address chatter surrounding his and Alaria's busy household, the couple is embracing, quote, the journey. <laughs> you, you have to embrace it, my man. People ask why. This is why he captioned a video of his youngest laughing sweetly into a phone camera. Being a parent is the ultimate journey. Okay, so that's why. Because he likes the sound of laughing babies. Okay. Alec and Alaria's new baby is due sometime later this year. Seven babies. This is wild. And he's he's old as shit. I mean, at this point, you wonder, is it even moral to have children late in one's life? Yeah, let's see just how old he is. This fucking crazy guy. 64 years old. <laughs> this poor fool. He married that young, hot yoga teacher. That's the problem. That's the problem when you're fucking 60 and you marry some hot ass yoga instructor as the second wife. You think this is going to be awesome. Yeah, bitch, because she wants babies. So he was married to Kim Basinger before, and they had one kid, I believe, between the two of them, who's gorgeous, Ireland Baldwin. So that's the daughter from Kim. Stephen Baldwin's looking rough. But uh, can you even imagine seven kids? Two is a lot, man, and I, I can't even imagine... They just must have nanny on nanny on nanny. There's yeah, no way she's for taking sure. care of these babies. No way. Yeah, definitely. No way, right? No fucking way. And they're way. both fully out of their mind. I don't know if oh. you've taken a look at Alec Baldwin's Instagram lately since Let's he like it. killed that lady. Oh, but yeah. he <laughs> is he fully somebody? unhinged. Yeah. yeah it's it's fun. all just like crazy videos. I don't know how much of it you want to I want to see. But... Let's do a dive. Okay. Let's go down this rabbit hole. Well, she's out of her mind. It's got to be a narcissistic need to to be. Maybe it's like buying handbags for her, you know? Like, I got a new handbag. Like, mm, that's a person. Isn't that what Angelina Jolie did a while back? Buy, buy the kids? Like, she <laughs> she was, like, adopting a bunch of random-ass kids from Africa and like shit? Five. But how, see, here's the thing, though. Is that, to me, she actually seems very invested in those children's lives. I don't, I mean, I don't know these people from Adam, but she seemed to be invested. I mean, this Ilaria, I don't, I don't know. She seems like she's invested too, but how much time can you give one woman? And he's off working all the time. There's no way. He's old. He ain't doing it. Ay, yeah, yeah. They just got to have nannies raising these kids. That's what these celebrities do, you guys. Don't be fooled. Nah, she ain't doing it. There's no way. Like, here's the deal. I have a nanny that works for us 
during the day so that I can like function because I'm alone with my kids all the time. But if you're really in, if you're really doing it, seven? Nah, dude. I don't know. I don't know if she has how much help she has. Look at this fucking shit. Yeah, and they always post these idyllic videos. Like, it's just awesome. I'm just loving all of these kids running around screaming, and this is great. Yeah. Unreal. Who's holding that camera? The, the nanny. The one of 20 nannies that they hired. Yikes. That's so uncomfortable. I know. So I've talked to nannies to the stars, you know? And I was like, how to like really famous people with these high achieving career moms like how are they doing it and they're like they literally some celebrities have nanny rooms they have like a bedroom and then two beds just for nannies so like each kid gets their own nanny and then that's a 24-hour cycle of nannies so like one nanny will do a 12-hour shift and then another nanny comes and does another 12-hour shift like seven days a week for their kids huh yeah, I'm like, why Why do you have kids? You're not even interested. Yeah, <laughs> kind of reminds me of like, a, I think they did a similar thing back in slavery, right? They had the, <laughs> had the room yeah. for them and everything. Yeah. Right? Bunk yeah, beds. Yeah, that's right. Six dude. to a room. <laughs> Fuck, dude, it's depressing. Hmm. Nanny slavery, huh? Probably. Fuck. All right, let's do What Would Christina P. Do? It's been a while since we've done that. All right. Hey, Mommy. I have a question. I'm not a mommy yet. Trying to keep it high and tight, but I'm feeling low and loose because I feel crazy on Clomid Mm. and all of that shit. When did you decide to go for IVF? Because this is hell on earth, and I know you've talked about it, especially with your second baby. So, yeah, any advice for someone like me? Just trying to hang in there and keep it high and tight and hopefully be addicted to an animal one day. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Love you, Mommy. So you're on the Clomid. It's making you crazy. Um, well, guess what? The drugs they pump you full of to do IVF will make you even crazier. So once you start down that fertility road, it's just just say goodbye to your husband until it's over. That's what I literally did when I would go like into a round of IVF or whatever. I would just be like, see you later. I'm going insane for the next <laughs> month or two. Um, Clomid is especially crazy because you're basically pumping up your um, ovaries to supercharge your eggs so that you know they release as much as possible. I had good luck on Clomid with my first one. I only took it once. And then we, we got pregnant with Ellis right away. It was awesome. And then, so IVF. Okay, so the reason I did that personally was because I think it was my age. I... I didn't want to go through another miscarriage because they're just so heartbreaking. And the age I wanted to have a baby at, they're like, yeah, it's a 50-50 that you'll miscarry. So I was like, fuck that, dude. I don't want to go through it again. Only put some eggs on ice while they're still fresh and good. And then, um, yeah, and then we did, I just had, I had one good embryo that was awesome, thankfully. And luckily that's my baby Julian. Uh, But IVF is very, it's very harrowing. It's very invasive. Um, you're going to get pumped full of a lot of chemicals as well. Uh, but hopefully you only have to go through. So here's how it starts, right? So they monitor a cycle of yours, your doctor, your fertility specialist is who you're going to go to. And they're going to see where your levels are and what needs what, what needs juicing. 
And with IVF, they figure out what drugs you need. They're going to pump you full to get your ovaries nice and swollen and big. And then you're going to pump out a bunch of eggs or, or they get, sorry, they're going to harvest those eggs. I'm trying to remember how all this works. And then, uh, and then put the shit back in you. They're going to fertilize it and then put it back in you when you're fertile myrtle. Uh, 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 when you're, yeah. Anyway, it's a whole deal. It's, uh. It's harrowing. I decided to do it just because I don't want to go through the uh, the natural sadness of <laughs> it's horrible. Again, pregnancy and all that stuff. It is no joke, man. It, it can be very, very nerve wracking, and uh, yeah, it's sad. It's tough. It's especially if you go through all these emotions. Very emotional. Um, but yeah, give yourself some space. Let your hubby know that you're going through it. That you feel crazy, and uh, drink. Drink alcohol and fuck. That does help too. It really does. Drink and eat and fuck. Because you, what can you do? You have to really surrender at the, at the conception stage. Um, okay. Well, yeah, mommy. Oh, emails. What well, we'll Let's do that. This one's so funny. I love these. <clears throat> um, hi, mommies. My mother's been dating a man from Cuba for about a year and a half, visiting him for a few weeks at a time and talking mostly over the phone. I've been vocal about my discomfort in this situation. Recently, my mother has announced that she has proposed to the Cuban man by sending videos of it in our family's group chat. Apparently, my brother and I were kept completely in the dark about it while my sister was aware of the whole process this whole time. I haven't held a conversation with my mother since. It's been a month. I would like to have a conversation with her going over the emotions I've been through. I want to be happy for her, but all I feel now is resentment. And I don't want to feel that way when I go to Cuba for her marriage. If I even want to go in the first place, how should I approach this? Thanks, Gene, Steve. Well, I don't know how old you are, Steve. Are you, is your mom still raising you? Like, what's your status? But I don't know how to tell you this, but your mom is fucking crazy. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out by now. Uh, Steve, you've got a special sit chair. Guess what? She proposed to a Cuban guy. That's fucking wild. Your mom's wild. Your mom is wild. And if you want to have a relationship with her, you're going to have to deal with the Cuban guy. Because <clears throat> it sounds like here's what happens usually when the parent remarries. And if you're an adult child, which I'm assuming you are, and sometimes even when you're not an adult child, uh, your parent will now side with their new spouse. That's why a lot of times step families suck because it's a whole new family you're trying to introduce. So if you want to have a relationship with your mom, it's time to speak Cuban, my man, for Spanish. <laughs> you better eat some fucking plantains and get your ass over there. Uh, <coughs> go to that wedding with, with bells on and smile. You ain't got no right to feel shit is what I'm trying to say. The feelings are done. If you're in a grown-up and it's her life, Ain't shit you can do. Ain't shit you can do. What do you guys think? Am I right or am I too harsh? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're pretty spot on. Like, uh, she's going to do what she, she wants to do. She's, she's going to marry this guy. It's like, all right. And she sent you a video of the proposal? She's clearly not. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I'm conf I don't know if I misheard, but did I hear something about, like, they haven't even really met or whatever? It's just like... They've just been on the phone. Like it almost sounds like a scam. Yeah, or the whole did I read thing is gonna be. Mom's been dating a man from Cuba, visiting him for a few weeks. No, she's visiting oh, him visiting. Okay, and okay. talking mostly over the phone and over Facetime. Okay. But what what is so dis what is so discomforting about that? She's an adult. 
she she fell in love with some Cuban guy. They've been, you know, he's been catfishing her or whatever for a year and a half. He's a, she's into this hot Cuban guy. What are you going to do? Yeah, it kind of feels like they just don't want their mom to be in a relationship. Or I mean, even if they don't like this guy specifically, it's kind of like she's going to do what like, I don't know, let her be happy, too. Right? My brother and I yeah. were kept completely in the dark about it while my sister was aware of the whole process. So maybe he's upset that he was left out of the loop of this new daddy. Sitch. Well, yeah, it sounds like you probably haven't been approving it this whole time. So why the fuck would she tell you? Yeah, she you know knows. She's going to get some fire. She I mean, that would to. be weird if your mom's marrying someone else and hasn't even told you until they're engaged. That'd be kind of crazy. Yeah, it's happened to me a few times. <laughs> Super crazy. <laughs> but, but it's because uh, she knows. She knows you yeah. can say some shit. She knows. Mm-hmm. Well, I think she you want to look out for your family members, you know, and you might feel compelled to say something, but also any attempt to, like, stop them from doing something just puts a wedge between you and that family member. They're going to be yeah. like, yeah. I lo- I'm doing this. I love this person. Why are you... You're not going to convince her not to marry this guy. Right. No. But there could be something nefarious going on that we don't know about or that we're not getting from this true but i feel like he would say that if that was it he didn't say like oh i think he's like scamming her so like i don't like that that's happening but that was my biggest thing is like where was why would we agree with you about this guy so far he just sounds like a guy right so what's the actual issue with this guy well that's he i think he's upset because this whole courtship has been kept he they've been kept in the dark he says i haven't held held a conversation with my mother since it's been a month it's not inherently his business it's not his business i feel like your parents sex life and what makes your mom excited if if she's raised you she's done with you you're an adult it's different if you're like i'm 15 and my mom's getting remarried like that's a different story if you're an adult you got you're done you got nothing to say about your parents love life Maybe she didn't tell him because she was worried he would feel this way. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She knew you were going to say some shit. And yeah. And look at you writing into a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would have said, said some shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. And now it's going to fuck up holidays. It's going to fuck up everything because you're going to be like, great, we got this Cuban guy coming over. Or do we go to Cuba for Christmas and all this? And the, the sad fact is, if you do want a relationship with your mom, you're going to have to accept your new Cuban dad into your life. That's it. Period. You got nothing else to say about it. It sucks. This is why it sucks having nutty fucking parents, dude. This is all they do. They go and they live their lives. They don't even fucking think about you, man. (laughs) So fucked up. Here's another one. My name is Zara, and for context, I'm 26 years old, and I've been with my partner now for six years. He's 32. He He let me know recently that he doesn't want kids, but I know someday that I will. He had childhood trauma, and it's affected his vision on how the world can be awful, especially for kids in bad situations. I've grown up in a completely different environment, so I can see sometimes, sorry, so I can sometimes struggle with understanding 100% where he's coming from and vice versa. He also thinks because he's not good with other kids that he won't know what he would be like with his own. He also said he thinks his trauma makes it hard to fully commit to the idea of settling into a house, getting married and having kids. And that's maybe just throwing himself back into chaos right now because it's all he's ever known. We still love each other so much and can't see a future without each other. But we are worried that this is something we'll both never be able to get over. What are your thoughts on how trauma could affect making these life decisions? And how should I and should I hold out hope that maybe one day he might change his mind about having kids? Thank you so much. Bay. Zara. <laughs> Zara, my love. <laughs> um, can he change 
if he really, really, really wants to, if he really sets out a path of like, hey, dude, I want to fix whatever it is in my mind because I really want to be a good dad. Yeah, of course. There, it's absolutely possible. But why do you want to be with a man when you know you want to have kids and you're with someone who's telling you that he thinks his trauma makes it hard to fully take the idea of settling into a house, getting married, and that, you know what I'm saying? So what you want and what you have right now are just not compatible. And I, I think you're trying to force... um you're trying to force a cat to be a dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, when people are like, my cat's just like a dog. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> a dog is a dog and a cat is a cat. I just think it's a lot easier if you choose a guy, if that's what you want, kids, the house, the da, 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 that that's what the guy wants too. Because this is an uphill battle. You can do this, Zara, but I've seen it firsthand. My dad is one of these guys <laughs> that doesn't want the family, the house, the da, da, da. And I've watched every woman, every woman so sure that she's the one that's going to change him. She's the one that's going to, it fucking never works. Unless this guy has a come to Jesus or a fucking head injury and he changes who he is completely. You're just rolling this ball uphill and, and you're, you're just in it for, ugh, it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, she's putting this trauma spin on it. And I wonder <laughs> if he says that or if she's just kind of putting that on. Like, well, this, I've got because, him figured out. This yeah. is why he doesn't want it. And it's like, is, is that it? Or is does he just not want it? She said that he says it specifically, but I imagine that he doesn't say it with the, with the tone of like, this is why I don't want to do what's good for us. It's just like, no, this is why I don't want that shit. He doesn't want it. <laughs> I don't it. want it. Right. Yeah. It's not even like, hey, I'm traumatized, but I'm willing to work on this. It's yeah. like, he's just saying, I don't want to get a house with you. He's literally, mm -hmm. this, is, this is what she lists. No house, no getting married and having kids. And that maybe he's just throwing himself back into chaos right now because that's all he's ever known. Yeah, it's, this guy is not the marrying kind, my friend. I know it's hard to hear and that you love each other so much and you're only 26. And he's 32. By the way, that's that's a lot of difference, you know? It's kind of that classic thing, too. Like, a, a lot of girls, unfortunately, do this where they think that they can... I mean, you just change said it like the they, guy. that they can change him, but it's like a Never thing of uh, seeing potential that isn't there. Yeah. That's so... It's happened so much that, like... I, but I know he could be so much more, though. It's like, yeah, but he's not, though. He's not. <laughs> he's not. And it's not your job to get him <laughs> there. Exactly. You're not his mom. What are you doing? Ugh, I think... The biggest thing with marriage and babies and stuff is like, just, just buy him as he is, girl. Like, just, <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're looking for partners, like the cosmetic stuff you can change. And I've, I've heard dumb women on like dating shows be like, but his jeans are shitty. Like, okay, well then buy him a new pair of jeans. That's fixable. Or like, I don't like how he dresses or I don't like it. The, the superficial stuff can be changed, but the core the values and like who he is that's that's really rare to change you should really find somebody that wants the same things you do otherwise he's telling you and there's another thing my mother used to say is that men don't lie i mean they do but what she meant was they when they tell you <clears throat> like i don't want kids i don't want this fucking believe them <laughs> like they like any how many women have you been like i don't want i don't want this and they still try to persist with you. And how does that go? Uh, again, it's the same thing. They they think there's some uh, uh, 
uh, fuck, uh, potential that I have that I'm not seeing. It's like, no, 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 no. I know everything about me. You don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not well, here. Well, she me. thinks her pussy's magic and mm-hmm. that this magical pussy is going to change your entire makeup. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. Ain't no magic pussy. Trust me. My dad's been through. I've seen, I grew up watching him with this same thing. Never fucking works. Just find a guy who wants to get married and have kids. You're going to be a lot happier. It's like a, it's like getting a fucking, like when, if you're buying a car, like you, you going to go buy a car without an engine and a radiator yeah. and a fucking <laughs> yeah. no transmission. You're like, I can fix this up. I can we fix can this fix up. This it's going to take me like a month. I got deal. this. Yeah, exactly. That's a whole pro- that's a life project. That's a whole white baby, bro. <laughs> I I feel like it's more like I I want a I want a Corvette, but I'm yeah. buying like a pickup truck, yeah. you know. And maybe I can make this into one. It's like no, 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 that's not that. You got something completely different that you can't fix that. Uh, and it's so alluring. So the guy that's like the pickup truck or whatever that you want to be the Corvette. The pickup truck is alluring to a certain girl, especially in our twenties. That is like. We've all dated the pickup truck. We've all known the pickup truck. And we're like, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to put a uh, new coat of paint on this thing. It's going to be great. And I'm going to I'm going to bang out these dents. It's, he's going to be great. And then once I once he once I help him get the right career path, then he's going to be great. And then once he gets, starts to love me the way I, it's like. It's never going to happen. He's. He, and, and you're drawn to it. Because I'm, I'm guessing he disapproves. He doesn't love you. He really not, not the way you need it. You know, because that's that's probably what you grew up with. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I mean, you're yeah, you're drawn to it because of the price. It's familiar. <laughs> it's yeah. real cheap. It's cheap. <laughs> yeah. Corvettes are expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the rejection that these guys give you, uh, there's a charge to it. There is an emotional charge that that's the fun of him of the pickup truck is that you're like i know i deserve a corvette but this pickup truck is a challenge it's a challenge it's gonna fuck me up like the 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 pickup truck guy is like it women see it as like yeah bitch get a hobby instead like go go pick up something that's really challenging you know don't don't fuck with men as your hobby because that's what you do in your 20s i did it too Believe me, I did it too. Where you invest all this time into these dudes, like, oh, maybe this guy. Forget about it, bitch. <clears throat> go, go, go get a hobby and meet a better dude. Forget it. All right, let's do. Oh, we don't have any more points. Let's let's close on Pajitsky effects. Those are always fun. Let's do it. Let's die. Let's die. Pajitsky <laughs> effect. Hey, mommies. Uh, so I today have. So I'm a teacher. I um, I think I am spreading the gospel of YMH accidentally in my classroom. <laughs> uh, today I saw a student take his packets and walk to the desk about, what, 10 feet to the stapler, use the stapler, and then walk it all the way back uh, to his desk. <laughs> and he did this like four times before I told him. You know, you can take the stapler with you to your desk, and you can just staple your packets at your seat. What? And he looked at me like I was fucking insane, and he said, that would actually be really smart, yeah. And I told him that this is called a uh, Pajitsky effect. Nice. And he's like, oh, really, that's what it's called? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's called a Pajitsky effect. So uh, I don't know if I'm <laughs> positively influencing my students, but Great. I think I am. Uh, but either way... Uh, I'm home here now. Nice. Uh, I thanks guys. Bye. 
You know what we need is a Wikipedia on the Pajitsky effect to make it official. Someone out there who knows how to do that. I know you fools do. Because someone created my Wikipedia page a million years ago. You guys are really good. So somebody put Pajitsky effect in there so we can coin it and make it in a YMH official branded product. Shout out to Rob Eiler, actually, who came up with that one. My buddy, Rob Eiler, who's deep into um, EMTs? No, NFTs. EMTs <laughs> are guys that save you. <laughs> he's into EMF. He's, into, he's gay now. He's into EMTs. <laughs> he only likes rescue workers. He only fucks them. Oh gosh, that's so funny. No. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's do another Pajiski effect. Yeah, these are so fun. Hey mommy. Um I am having a Pajinski effect right now. Pajinski. Um I have a cordless vacuum. You hang it up on the wall, you charge it. It has all the different attachments. Um that does not have a range. You can take that outside and you can vacuum <laughs> your car with it. You do not have to go to the car wash what? and then pull out of the car wash and spend quarters and vacuum your car. With the vacuum at your car wash, you can just walk out of your house with your own vacuum. Wow. You use your vacuum for free. So, going to do that tonight, <laughs> Mommy. I'll be coming up in May. Bye-bye. That's so amazing. That's such a good one. Oh, also... You don't have to keep going to the same gas station you hate. <laughs> I just learned that one here in Austin. I go to this gas station by our house and like some days they're out of gas. This Texas. We're just we're out of gas today or <clears throat> the credit card machine don't work. Okay. Like it's just one thing after another. And yet because I know where this place is, I keep going there. And then one day I got lost and I went into a different place and it was full service, like back in ye olden times. Like I, I rolled up and I heard the ding, ding. And I was like, no fucking way. And then two people came out. And then, ma'am, can I do your windshield? And I was like, yes, yes, take care of me, please. I don't want to get out of my fucking car. And it was so great. Like I didn't have to be relegated to this one place that I knew. Oh, that's badass. <laughs> that feels like a Texas thing. Full, full service, service gas stations. I miss Hell that. Yeah. I missed full service. My mom used to do that back in the day. I mean, I don't think they do it in California anymore. No, I never saw one in California. East Coast, they do it. It's oh, like really? It provides jobs for people. Like oh, I think wow. in um, I think Portland, it Jersey. used to be. Yeah, in, in, in Portland, it used to be mandated. Like yeah. you could not do it yourself. And then they just recently I love changed it. that. I would pay a million dollars not to pump my own gas. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate getting out Ain't, of the car. Don't they like charge you like, like, Twice the fee though for the gas. I'm not sure. Yeah, do you have to tip them? That seems like I a tip thing. them because yeah. I'm a kind, awesome person. <laughs> <laughs> oh I my think God. they charge more for cash or for card than cash is what it is. Oh, good. charge I away. I think that's across the board though. Like, I, I, gas is always more expensive for card. Great. I'll pay whatever. I'll pay all my money for for full service. Also, <laughs> you know what I love about Texas is that they. They go old school in that the people that bag your groceries and help you to your cars are special. They're touched. It's like old school. And I, I love it. And I love it because my, my bagger guy at the HEB here, like he's he's so, you know, special. And But I love that he has a sense of purpose and he's super nice and he never bags my groceries correctly. And my eggs always break. And he always fucks it up. I don't care. I'm like, oh, I love you. And 
and he helps me in my car and he puts them you know he always like frets over something <laughs> he's always gets hung up on one thing he's like what did he say the other day he's like you've got a lot of uh, things in your trunk you got an awful lot of stuff in your trunk and i was like i know mikey i do i do i got two kids mikey He's like, okay, well, you got a lot of stuff in there. I don't know if I can fit these groceries. <laughs> he was so sweet. I, I always tip him. And he's like, wow, thank you. That's so nice. I miss that. I miss having like, you know, that's, that's real integration. Hey, did you know that the delis in LA have closed down? That fucking Greenblatt's is gone now? No. Yeah, dog. And another one, my friend told me a big one. Yeah, these are because the other day I wanted a bowl of matzo ball soup. I wasn't feeling well. And of course, here in Texas, forget about it. You're not going to get any Jewish deli food around here. So I make my own matzo ball soup. I'll tell you, she told me I was fucking devastated. What a nightmare. Yeah. Jerry's is gone. Jerry's closed during COVID. Yeah. But, eh, and Greenblatt's yeah, is sad. gone. Greenblatt's was one of the better ones. I, I know. Think. You know, my favorite is shout out to Mort's Deli. I know you guys don't agree with me, but I love my Mort's Deli on uh, Reseda, Ventura Boulevard. Good. Brent's is better. How dare you? Brent's is way better. Where's Brent's? I don't even know that Some one. Parthenia. Parthenia. And that is that yeah. in Northridge? Yeah. Yeah. Could you please Google it? May I see the front? I have to get my bird vision. Right next to Canoga Park. Canoga Park. Yes. Oh, I've never been to that. Nope. Let me see the outside of it. I have to use my... Uh, that's mm. it. Oh, no. This isn't... Uh, never been there. Never been the there. best deli in the valley. <laughs> Bullshit. Mort's all day. Mm-mm. Wow. What do you get? Um, all, all kinds of shit. Different sandwiches, corned beef, pastrami, breakfast like stuff, potato pancakes, bagel. They do it all. All the juice stuff. Do they do, oh, they do stuff. a mean matzo ball soup. I do like that. I, ha- I got that when I had COVID. Nice. Do they have any juice stuff? Is there juice stuff here in Austin? Have you found Jew it? boys. But he just does burgers, yeah? Or does he he do- has a sandwich shop. I think there's some delis here. I don't think they're super Jewy, but mm. there's a couple. Hey, if you're in the Austin area and you know of some good Jewy delis, let me know because I would love a nice bowl of matzo ball soup. Sure. Some real one. Are you Jewy? Are you a Jewy deli? Biterman's? May- oh, I see. Okay. Ooh, the kosher store. Ooh. It's in H-E-B. Wait. Wait. Can I tell you what's rad about the H-E-B here? Yeah. Yo, there's like the super H-E-B where you can get uh, bait and I've fisherman been. stuff. I've been. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> they have all those so prepackaged proud. meals too. It's like you don't need to cook anywhere else. Shit's off the chain, yeah. bro. That's what I do like about it here. Life is definitely more convenient. This is, it's hilarious that they think Austin's a city, though. I'm like, it's a small town, guys. Come on. It's not a city. It's not, right? And everyone, everyone says how great the food is, which is kind of true, but also, like, you don't get authentic almost anything here that I've found so far. So, oh, authentic. Well, the barbecue is That's authentic. True. That's off the I'll chart. give them that. Yeah, it's literally just brisket. Brisket. They just fucking had brisket to brisket. everything you could possibly okay, imagine. Shit's that and good. tacos. Talks are good. I want to find good Korean, too. I haven't found my Korean jam yet. All right, let's do one more Pajitsky effect. And then my, I, I got to go. My kids, my kids, I tell you. Hi, Mommy. My name's Garrett, and I'm from Vaccine Loving, Louisiana. And I have a little Pajitsky effect for you. 
So I've used the same socks for probably six years now, and I just went to buy myself a new pair of shoes. And I got home, and I thought, my goodness, I would love, love, love to have some new socks. But I can't because I'm using these old ones. And it came to me. I was like, oh, my God, I can go buy new socks. I don't have to use the same Nike socks that my toes are popping through until I die. <laughs> That's it, Mommy. Keep it high and tight and keep a good podcast coming because I want to laugh. <laughs> I want to laugh. I want to laugh. Oh, speaking of, uh, my special comes out Mother's Day, May 8th. Uh, so tell your friends. Tell them. Tell them. Let's do some mom hacks before we get out of here, too, since we got these on the table. Uh, we talked about the candle, the wick. God damn it when that wick gets too low. Um, okay, and you have to dig in to get it. I recently learned that you can put aluminum foil around the candle to make an air funnel for the wax to spread evenly. This is insane. I don't even know how these people know all this shit. I'm just buying a new candles. Air funnel. Yeah. What? Yeah, candles Crazy. aren't that expensive. Like you just get you just another get one for there. a couple Get bucks. one of these fakies. This is like the picture frame thing. Just buy another fucking frame, yeah. bro. What are we doing? <laughs> this one's good. Remote control dad hack. As a father of four kids, the living room remote is lost all the time. My motherfucking remote every 5 seconds. I'm like, "Where's the remote?" My fix was upgrading to an Amazon Fire Cube. You can control everything by voice or use your phone. And I also programmed two remotes. Do you know what that is, Any? Is that true? Um, yeah, you can. But, I mean, first of all, voice. Nobody uses voice to control a TV. That's fucking ridiculous. It never works. It never Exactly. It's never going to work. Um, and the thing with the phone, I mean... Sure, but what about when your phone dies? Now all of a sudden you don't have a remote control. I've had that too. Oh, when the phone dies and you mm -hmm. that's true. Now you gotta find Fuck. the old remote, which you've lost two years ago. Yeah, that Fuck. doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, the voice control never works on the stupid bitch Siri. I feel no. like I'm always telling her what to do and she never fucking gets it right. She's a stupid bitch. And that's like and that's like the good shit, you know? Like the TV uh <laughs> fucking talk to text. Uh, they mm. do not understand anything. Bro, you're a tech guy. Can you mm. fucking explain to me why we haven't found an easier way to look up a program other than like tech 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 A, tech 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 B, tech 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 and like typing in the fucking title? program you know what i'm saying like when you log into netflix she, she means on a smart tv why they all yeah. have the fucking stupid keyboard then you oh. have to like duck, duck, yeah. duck, duck. oh well there's there's a few things so first of all does your remote have like the netflix or youtube or whatever buttons on it because most of those have that i have the apple tv okay uh more than likely there's like a way to have like uh favorites you know so like once you find it you kind of select it and like put on my home screen or something like, there's a bunch of different ways she, to do that. She means, like, once you're in the app searching yeah. for a title. Like, let's say you're in, oh. you're in like Netflix. searching with the remote. And then, yeah. Shit in. And then you're like, what? Uh -huh. let's, say, let's say mom jeans. I'm looking at mom jeans. There's no easier way than to go to the search. And then I have to go, M, O, M, space. Oh. Like, they haven't figured out a better way than that. Yeah, the, their attempt is the voice. The voice. Yeah, but it doesn't work. They need a remote with a keyboard on it. We did that, though. Did we, they? Yeah, they've done that, and it's, 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 it's what you think it would be. It's fucking massive, and it's like... No, but then you wouldn't just, lose it. Who wants it. to sit there and fucking turn a control and, and start typing it? It's I just, mean, uh, even if you just did it like you're doing numbers, it's better than fucking... Having to scroll through every letter. Ugh. I had one that was like 
I would say to combine the two where you have one connected, you connect your phone to it so that you can type with your phone. Yeah. And then have the remote just for, you know, Ooh, turning it on and easy. Because Apple sometimes does have the search, like it'll automatically come up like, oh, do you want to type? Exactly. And I can do that the predictive sometimes. Text. Yeah. Yes, that did work. I had a Roku TV and yeah. I had that, one of those. Yeah. And and it does. Like if you do the little swipe or whatever, it yeah. works. And Roku it sends sucks. It, sends so it I hate they it sure do. It. They yeah. sure do for many other reasons. But the, the, the fucking swipe text was super cool though. Let me tell you. <laughs> Fucking Roku. I never could figure that thing out, man. Fucking Roku. Fuck Roku. Fuck Roku. (laughs) Fuck your mom. All right. Thank you guys for watching, uh, for downloading. Subscribe to this program so that you get every episode as it drops. Check out my new special, Mom Jeans, drops May 8th on Netflix. Um, Come see me live, ChristinaPOnline.com. And until next time, stay cool, moms. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at Where my mom's at podcast With Christina P